0: I'm R.J. Bell with the Sports betting headlines for Friday. It's Kansas City versus Tampa Bay, but really it's Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady. What does Vegas say about their passing yards? Mahomes over under 330. Tom Brady over under 297. Mahomes with the edge. Speaking of Mahomes, he says he's nearing 100% with his foot and the Vegas market believes him. QB rushing yards is a good gauge of a QB's health. Over under for Mahomes has surged up to 22 and a half rushing yards. Market update on the game, it's finally down to three everywhere. It was three, three and a half all week. Tampa money has it down to three. Here comes a special hour of the Vegas Truth covering everything about the Super Bowl.
1: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Radio.
0: This is straight out of Vegas.
1: the Vegas Strip. Here's R.J. Bell.
0: I'm R.J., that's right, and this is, you know, during Fridays in the football, we call it the culmination of the week's work. This is the culmination of the season, and it's a special show. We're going to give you more actionable information. If you're a sports batter, you're going to be listening for the money. If you're a sports fan, to know more than your buddies. But we are going to be jam-packed with information. We've got maybe the best NFL handicapper on the airwaves. Well, certainly I think on the airwaves. Maybe walking the earth. Steve Fazek. Okay. Do what you need to do. You need to pull over the car. You need to get out your notebook. You need to look up on the app because you're pulling in. The reception's funny. iHeartRadio app. FoxSportsRadio.com. Here we go. We're in Vegas, in LA. It's Jonas Knox.
2: Always good to be here, RJ. And yes, on a day in which we've got a major signing in Major League Baseball and some quarterback rumblings when it comes to Carson Wentz and others. But what is the Vegas lead here on this Friday?
0: None of that, Jonas. None of that. We're talking nothing except NFL and nothing except the Super Bowl. And let's do, I think, a market update to start. Let's get a lay of the land.
2: Yeah, and right now, Super Bowl 55 set for Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time kickoff in Tampa. And it is the Kansas City Chiefs still a three-point favorite, according to pregame.com.
0: Okay, so the consensus line, the majority of the lines have been three during the week. But there's been a lot of 3 and a halfs, And Fez, the two biggest bats... Both were three and a half. There was a, you want to recount those bets?
1: Yeah, so the MGM took a $2.3 million bet plus three and a half minus 115
0: on Tampa Bay.
1: Here in Las Vegas. And in Colorado, Mattress Mack at DraftKings went ahead and bet Tampa Bay plus three and a half minus 127. He risked about 3.3 million.
0: And that was a hedging for his business down there. So, really, a vast majority of people that's going to bet between now and game day, most likely, We're going to be batting at 3. Now, there's a little bit extra juice, so it might be 3 one fifteen. But really, we're saying this is, uh, you know, the market opened up, up near 4. It got down quick to 3.5. It's been – I haven't seen a tick towards Kansas City. I mean, if anything, more than a couple hours maybe. In general, the momentum's been slow, but downward. Back in Tampa Bay, moving this line to 3 who's moving the line right now? We know the public bets mostly on the weekend, mostly on game day. Is this a sharp, sharp play? I mean, amongst the Sharps, what do you think the split is on this game?
1: I think it's 80-20 on Tampa Bay. Mm. All the Sharps, the pro bettors I've spoken to have told me one of two things. They like Tampa Bay or they're neutral. None of them are telling me they like Kansas City.
0: Really? I tell you, it's interesting. The analytics people, the hardcore analytics, love Love, love Kansas City. I mean, every game they love them. I kind of like Kansas City, too. I'll, I'll give a, an official. It's going to be an opinion. We're going to have two prop best bets, two of them. At the bottom of the hour, we're going to be on the dot, 630 Eastern. Steve Fezzik with his prop best bet. And that's going to be the fourth best bet we gave this week. we we'll cap it. And then at the end of the show, yeah, let's call it six. Fifty or so. I'll give my best bet. Jonas, you giving a best bet?
2: No, I'm going to stay away from this. I don't. He's, want he's, to, listen, yeah.
0: Jonas, he's sitting on his three and five record.
2: You got to protect that. Two and
0: that. A, two and a half years.
2: I mean, I I know when I'm in the pool with Olympic swimmers, I'm going to ah. go ahead and sit this one out. I'll just kick my feet on the side.
0: I'm good. Uh, you You think he'd be? You know, that's the funny thing about Jonas. <laughs> he he almost, you know how there's certain people, and this isn't Jonas and anything else, but they, they like, uh, they're proud of, of their, what they don't know in a way. Like, I don't know nothing about that science. He, he, he's like, I'm gonna go all these years straight out of Vegas and not bet any different. I just, have you bet any differently?
2: Not really. No, that's why I'm still bad at it. Yeah, it's just I, – sometimes I can't resist it. You know, I'm, I'm never going to – I'm hardly ever going to bet the under because it's not as much fun as betting yeah. the over. And, you know, it's just I have these old habits. It's the way it and, goes.
0: And it's what we do. We promote the fact that we're going to try to tell you, and we're going to tell you the right way to do it. You've got to decide how much of that you're willing to do. Because to me, everybody knows how to be fit. Work out, eat vegetables, right? It's no mystery. It's just hard to do sometimes or most of the time. Jonas is just admitting it. He, he eats his vegetables. He works out. He just <laughs> plays teasers in college and whatever. <laughs> okay. All right, we're straight out of Vegas. Now, my basic premise, I think, what's being missed the most in this game is how much more, uh, how much more competitive Kansas City is with Tampa statistically. Because what we know is that everybody understands Mahomes is better than Brady. And I would make the case this is the first Super Bowl since Brady's first, that he is the lesser quarterback. Uh, Obviously, against Kurt Warner at the time, he was the lesser quarterback. Has he been since? Oh, no.
1: I mean, I don't even think we can have the discussion, right? I mean, he's clearly the
0: best. during. Well, he was clearly the best head-to-head against all those other quarterbacks. Yes. And now he's clearly not. By your power rankings, Mahomes is how much better? Three and a half points. Than Tom Brady. And Brady had a great season. I wonder, how much better would Mahomes be, if at all, against Brady in his prime? Because he's not that far off his prime. I mean, really, we can say we think he should be, but is he? And if so, he's not more than a couple points off his prime. Yeah, I think he's... I'm, I'm kind of backing you. You don't like where this is headed, <laughs> do you? Because with your three and a half, with Brady being pretty darn you know, close to his prime, you're saying Mahomes right now is better than Brady ever was.
2: Yes. Jonas, how many Hall of Fame quarterbacks is he beaten in the Super Bowl when it's all said and done? I think Mahomes might be the only other one. Or I guess Eli Manning, you would say, but that's some people would well, debate that's, that. it's going to
0: be a close call. Um, Kurt Wilson.
2: Warner. But but he's also. Yeah. OK, so I guess Nick Foles, Matt Ryan.
0: Now, these are not the Hall of Famers.
2: No, I would. I, Matt Ryan's questionable. Um, Donovan McNabb, not a Hall of Famer. So it's funny. It's kind of split half and half as, to, as, as opposed to who he's, uh, who he's gone up against in the Super Bowl.
0: You mean split between really good and, and, and not yeah. really Hol- good?
2: Yeah, Hall of Fame quarterbacks and non-Hall of Fame quarterbacks. I would say Mahomes is the best in his prime quarterback that Brady has faced by far.
0: Yeah, it, it, I mean, I, I guess what we're saying, though, I think we might be burying the lead here, is that Mahomes right now is better than Brady's ever been. Now, obviously, we're talking about longevity. We're talking about accrued accomplishments for Brady. But at his peak, if we could play uh, Madden and say, get me the best Brady, get me the best Mahomes. So Mahomes is the best quarterback you've ever graded? Yes. I just don't know if that's true. I just wonder how much of that is it. I don't know. It, if he didn't have the, the, the behind-the-back plays, if he didn't have that kind of thing, and you just look at the stats, I don't think he's been the best. I mean, I think you can make the Well, he certainly wasn't the best quarterback this year statistically. Aaron Rodgers was. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, it feels like that. I mean, obviously Mahomes has been right up there, but is he clearly? I mean, you could make the case Breeze statistically prior to this year that – The two years Mahomes started before this year, Breeze was like within a smidge of him, right? You could, right? I mean, no, I mean, you love QBR, right? Sure. You love it. You don't like it, you love it, correct? Correct. Well, Breeze was right next to Mahomes both of the last two years. He was. So what else could we say? Right? So, but it's somehow. Mahomes, and we know Breeze wasn't as good the last two years, not counting this year, than he was five years before that or ten years before that. So if Mahomes has barely beaten him, I just wonder how much of this are those spectacular plays. Because statistically, he's not the best quarterback. You're
1: saying overreaction to the spectacular plays. Well, that no, no not an center.
0: underreaction. I mean, I'm saying the stats don't warrant it. He's He's mm. football- sexy. He's he's Instagram amazing. And I'm not saying he's not the best quarterback right now. I'm saying that he's the best quarterback by a little margin. But the best quarterback that's ever walked the earth. Right? Because no one before your time, we're not gonna say Joe Mont- I mean maybe Joe Montana and that way were close, but no one even has them in the conversation anymore no. as the very best. So you're saying that Mahomes is the best to walk the earth, but he barely is better statistically than his contemporaries. But maybe a conversation for Monday, especially if he loses. I do think there's another key historical consideration here. All right, so Brady's got six Super Bowls. If Mahomes wins, it's going to be 6-2. to He's going to have a four Super Bowl deficit with many, many, many years to play. 15 years, whatever, who knows. If Brady wins, it's seven to one. There's a six Super Bowl deficit. It becomes nearly impossible for Mahomes to catch him. He could, but it would be. The odds, that's an interesting question. Let's take our first break. All right, and here's what I want you to do, Steve. I want you to get out the abacus. And I want you to figure, what's the odds of Mahomes passing Brady if he wins this Super Bowl and if he doesn't? I bet the difference in these numbers is going to be eye popping. We'll talk about that and so much more about the game.
2: It's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: I disagree with an i'm rj bell we are straight out of vegas
2: and i'm jonas knox voice of you the fan coming up here in just a couple of moments we will continue our final preview and look ahead to super bowl 55
0: bottom of the hour we got a little change in the lineup i've got two best bats so good i'm going to give two of them here so three thirty pacific six thirty eastern My first, bottom of the hour, or at the end of the hour, my second. I love this one at the bottom of the hour, by the way. Great day to join. This is the Fastest Growing Show on Fox Sports Radio. Audiences doubled in the last year plus. Thank you so much for the support. We're going to keep pushing through. Have the best. Heck, March Madness is coming up yet. (laughs) You can listen to us. And this weekend's a great time to do that. On podcast, just search straight out of Vegas on your favorite player. It pops up. Subscribe and listen. Catch up this weekend right here in Vegas on the Strip. 60 degrees. The neon is pumping.
2: And RJ, we are previewing the big game, Super Bowl 55, coming up on Sunday. Right now, the Chiefs still a three-point favorite versus the Buccaneers.
0: And we talked about how, for history's sake, this game is so important for the tally of Super Bowls. Ultimately, count the rings. And Fez is doing, did the math here. And the question is if Mahomes wins and is within four, what's his chance of catching Brady? And if he loses and it's seven to one, what's his chance? So let's start with the optimistic for Mahomes. Kansas City, the favorite, wins six for Brady, two for Mahomes in his career. What's the odds? And let's just say catching Brady to pull equal? 22%. 22%. Okay. It's a little less than one and four. Not so bad. What's the odds if he loses this game? 2%. <laughs> That's a big, it's funny to kind of look ahead like that, Jonas, but it doesn't sound crazy to me.
2: No, it seems like when you get there you really got to cash in especially if you're trailing by this many. And so this... And you're
0: playing the guy that's going to, yeah, you know, it's a two, exactly. it's a two-game swing, baby. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah, two Super Bowl swing. Okay. Now, let's make the case, we're straight out of Vegas and RJ Bell. Let's make the case on the Chiefs a little bit. And then we can make the case on Tampa Bay is we did a study and we said let's look at Kansas City in games that are that entering the game are competitive. These are games that the spread was less than 6 points. So they were either underdogs or not favored by 6 or more. And over this is Mahomes career in those games. And by the way, if it was a playoff game, it was competitive no matter what, so we threw it in. 25 games. In those games they're 18 and 7. Okay, that's fine. 17 and 7 and 1 against the spread. And their ATS margin in those games was plus 3.5. So, McKenzie, pregame.com research, let me ask you, when you say plus 3.5 there, is that in those games with the games considered completely? Or is that abstracting out the non-competitive parts of the game? uh, Considering it completely. Okay. So, what I'm interested in, because we talked about Mahomes, and maybe we have this, I think we do, We talked about how Mahomes does when it's a competitive game and the game itself is close enough to be competitive. So it's not some blowout situation. And in those quarters of the games that were competitive and entering and in the game, he threw for, on a game basis, 375 yards. So so much better than his regular stats. But how did the team do net point differential in those quarters? Because the you know the case could be made that plus three and a half margin got depressed because we know Kansas City, when they get a big lead, they let teams catch up sometimes. So did we have a net point differential for the team during those competitive quarters?
2: I didn't calculate a net differential.
0: Okay, so we know how many quarters uh, didn't. Um, that were excluded, correct? Yes. So maybe just go in, start now, pull out those quarters, and then compare it, and we'll have our number. Yep, got it. All right. So that's going to be interesting because I think that I'm almost certain we're going to see a massive number that's going to be like, geez, the Chiefs are playing competitive teams. And when the spread or when the game is competitive itself, they dominate. I mean, look at Cleveland. You know, we could make the case that's injury driven. But when Mahomes was on the field, they dominated, right? And Tampa Bay, until they had a big lead, they dominated. Mm-hmm. And then, and that's the question: is is it lackadaisicalness that's letting the other teams come back, or is it just uh, Kansas City got hot early and not so hot late? Because I think if you look at that Tampa Bay game, you could make two cases. One is they got ahead, they got lazy they let them come back it didn't really matter though right they had the game in hand though they had to convert that one fourth, third down but still the other case could be hey Kansas City had a good game plan number 1 Tampa Bay adjusted and once they did they came storming back and if that's the case that's advantage Tampa Bay for this game Jones.
2: And also, what are the chances they're going to be able to duplicate that start by Tyree Kill? I mean, that was almost a one-off, crazy ju- I just, I find it hard to believe and you made the point earlier, and which is why you like to bet on Sammy Watkins, I believed. I find yes. it hard to believe they're going to want to enable Tyreek Hill to embarrass him like that again, and they're going to do whatever it takes to make sure that doesn't happen.
0: I agree, and, and, I, and that is the reason, and we'll catch up with the props so far. So Fez on Tuesday had Tampa Bay to receive the ball. Now that was minus 150 and the rationale being Tampa in week 16 and 17 won the coin toss and took the ball, which is very rare in the NFL these days. Very rare. In the three playoff games, Tampa lost the toss. So literally in the last two times Tampa Bay won the toss. They've taken the ball. Kansas City has deferred every game this season when they won the toss. So under that theory, if we know Tampa's going to take it, which we don't, the odds are 100%, would be 100%. Now, at the time, Fez had, it was minus 150, figuring there's a pretty good chance if Tampa wins, they'll take the ball and made it a good bet. That has gone up to where, Fez? Minus 190. Ooh. Now, how do you think that's... Because that could be informational, right? If Bruce Arians tells somebody or somebody tells somebody and it gets around, that feels like maybe a leak. Or is it people heard the show, your great analysis on it? Was it maybe that um, people themselves started stumbling and uncovering it? And now they're saying, oh, this looks good and bedded up. What's your sense of why that got better? up?
1: My sense is that this is not inside information. This is just everyone doing the same work that we've done here at SOV.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're just saying you were just earlier. Yes. <laughs> That's Steve Fezzik. I'm RJ Bell for straight out of Vegas. Now, Jonas mentioned my prop, my first one, number two and three are coming up a double shot. Sammy Watkins over 37 receiving yards. What's the rationale? Exactly what Jonas said. Todd Bowles wants a head coaching job here soon enough. He doesn't want embarrassed. There's no way you can make the case. That letting the cheetah Tyreek Hill dominate is gonna make any sense. He's gonna, he, he, he's gonna let anyone but Hill beat him. Thus, who's next? We know Kelsey, but his numbers are sky high. What's Kelsey's current uh, over under yardage? Right around 99. All right, and it's a problem. Now, <laughs> now that was what, what was that? Like 89 open?
1: It was like 96
0: and a half. Oh, it was that high. So it's gone yeah. up about five yards. Okay. You have any opinion on that?
1: I would look over. Mm-hmm. I think the same handicap you had, that basically Tyree Hill is going to be held in check and it's going to benefit all the other key cogs in that Kansas
0: City pass offense. So Watkins over 37 receiving yards. It's up to 38. So not as big of a move, but we got the best of the number. By the way, what do you think about Kelsey as the MVP? Because we were looking at, and this is a conversation you hear a lot. You hear the conversation of, well, we should just bet Mahomes. If you like Kansas City, just bet Mahomes for MVP. It's a proxy for Kansas City. Can you imagine Kansas City winning the Super Bowl and Mahomes not getting the MVP, right? We did the math, and it's like, ah, it's like the difference isn't sufficient for us to like that. But it got me thinking. Who else could win it if we agree with Jonas in my analysis that it's not going to be Hill, or at least they're going to do everything to stop him, then it seems like Kelsey's the most likely choice. What's the odds? 12-1. to What do you think of that?
1: You know, my only concern, I like the logic. My concern is Kelsey's a guy that just keeps getting 15 and 18-yard catches. Most of them aren't
0: spectacular. I don't know if it's going to be enough. I think it's going to be the accumulation. And you can hear it. In the fourth quarter, right, they're up 7 Third and four, Kelsey with another grab. That's eighteen on the game. It feels like, ooh, it, it feels possible. I mean, let's be honest. They, they couldn't. He couldn't win if they don't win the game. So let's say that it's about. He's about what? About eight to one if they win the game. If you kind of split it up, saying they're a little. So do we think there's a one in eight? If Kansas City wins, is there a one in eight chance that Kelsey gets it?
1: No, because there's more than a six and eight chance that Mahomes
0: is going to get it. All right, what do you think, Jonas? Uh,
1: I like it. I think the the strategy
2: behind it is good. Also, if we think that the offensive line is impaired for Kansas City and they're short-handed and they're dealing with that, the idea would be, you know, Mahomes is going to try and get rid of the ball faster, maybe than normal. Travis Kelsey opens up over the middle. I would also think that probably ties into maybe an over on his total receptions in the game as well, too. If you think he's going to have a big game.
0: And I'm going to give that, this macro point and then get right to the best bet. And here is, and this might be the most important thing I tell you today on the Super Bowl. The, tight, the tackles, as you guys know, the tackles are injured for Kansas City. Now, what does that mean? Old school says, okay, they're going to run the ball. We know Kansas City doesn't run the ball. We've gone over it. One of the reasons Kansas City is better than their stats is because they focus on passing the ball and defending the pass. They're not good running. They're not good defending the pass. Oh, I'm sorry, check that, defending the run. And you blend all those stats together, it looks like Tampa Bay dominates them on defense. But not really. In the areas that matter in 2021, Kansas City's fairly competitive with Tampa. Right. So to me, if you look at that situation and say, okay, they're not going to run the ball too much. They're going to pass. What kind of passes are they going to throw? Are they going to have Mahomes back there, seven step drop, exposing himself? Probably not. It's going to be, I think, a lot of short, quick passes. So how do you get at that? Here's my theory. And you can tell me if you agree. My theory is this. If you like unders, which we generally do, under Hill, under this, under that, whatever, right? I think you go under on yards, but not under on receptions. I think that the average yards per catch is going to be less for Kansas City than typically. And because of that, there could very well be a time that they go under yards and over catches because they have so many short catches. I'm not saying bet overs. But if you're going to bet overs, bet over receptions, not yards. And if you're betting like I like to, typically unders, look at yards. What do you think?
1: I think this is super sharp. One, because of the O-line issues, Mahomes not having as much time. And look at the first meeting between these two clubs. Look at all these dynamic plays, these long pass completions KC got. Surely Tampa Bay is going to look to fix that.
0: All right. What do you think, Jones? Does it make sense?
1: Yeah, no, it makes a ton of sense. I like it. I like it a lot.
0: All right, well, for my first best bet, I want a professional Jonas announcement for it. All
2: right, and for, for best bet number one, it is the Friday before the Super Bowl from the voice of Vegas himself. Here comes a winner.
0: That was pretty good, wasn't it? I like that. All right, here's what we're <laughs> going to do. And this is coming from one of the pregame pros. He's the hitman, he's called. Now, this guy, he's six foot one, weighs 138 pounds. He's a school teacher in New Jersey. And they call him the Hitman. You think he wins, Jonas? Think about that (laughs) a second. All right. And his prop stuff is excellent. And check out, and it was going to be a contingent prop, but it really doesn't need to be anymore. So Pringle, right? Pringle's his name. Over under receptions is one and a half for the game. Now, the question was, was Robinson Mm going to be off the COVID list? He came off today. And the question was, would Watkins play? Because when Watkins played this season, and there were seven games he played and Pringle played, Pringle on the season had one catch in games Watkins played. Not one catch per game, one catch on the season. Now we're going under one and a half for the game on Pringle. My feeling is this is going to be moving. So, if you want to play this right now, you got to lay a little extra vig anyway, but it's going to keep going down. About minus 140, we'll call it. But I really like this because history tells us Pringle, it's almost like that little Scotty Miller bet. When there's certain people in, Scotty Miller doesn't get on the field, right? Pringle might, who knows how many times he's even going to be on the field. He could catch one, but catching two? History tells us, no, he's caught one in seven games with Watkins on the field. Robinson being out would have been an issue, but he's in under Pringle, minus 140 under one and a half receptions.
1: This is ultra strong because the poor odds makers, they had to set a line on Pringle when they didn't know if Watkins was going to play, when they didn't know if Robinson was going to play. And they're like, oh my God, if these guys don't play or one of them doesn't play, Pringle could get two or three. Let's make it one and a half. Basically, you know, splitting the difference. The true number should be less than one, given these guys are going to play.
0: Well, here's what we know about the bogeys. Cockroaches.
1: Cockroaches, yeah.
0: So if we can exploit them, we exploit them.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas, weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
2: It's Straight Out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Jonas Knox, voice of You, the fan. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell.
0: You know, I don't want to speculate or too much, but boy, if we heard that or if that report's correct, which I'm sure it is, or I'm, you know, very likely, is. His son was involved in an accident in which he admits to drinking, and a child is in critical condition. I mean, if you're Andy Reid, that is—I mean—that is a distraction, isn't it? Yeah, Jonas? that's uh,
2: that's not a good story, and and also this Andy Reid people forget. I think it was years ago at Eagles training camp. He had another son that overdosed um, and died at Eagles training camp. So this is another oh, wow, incident, yeah. yeah, that he's got to deal with.
0: So, so we certainly wish him the best, and we won't even, you know, try to dig into what it would mean. But obviously, if there's a distraction, it, it's not a positive. So all right, we're gonna have a final commercial break, and we're going to have a super segment, a extra long one to finish the show. I'm giving another best bet. I don't know if it can be that good but it could be. And I'm going to give Fez a chance during the commercial to pitch me on giving a bet. He wasn't real good earlier <laughs> on his bet. It was boring. It was probably going to be a good bet, but it was boring. I don't bore the audience. We'll see if he can come up with something.
2: And he's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted. And it's money-making time next year on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Straight out of Vegas. <laughs>
0: I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas.
2: And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan, and live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. R.J., it is time. One last preview as we approach the finish line for
0: Super Bowl 55. Okay, we're letting Steve Fezzik do a trial bet. At any time, if he bores us, we're going to just yank him off. I'm going to just shut his mic down. I'll give you the bet myself. So the pressure's on. Steve Fazek.
2: Come on, baby. (laughs) $80,000.
0: Okay. You like something with punts. You like Tampa Bay to punt first, correct? That's right.
1: Minus 120.
0: The odds are minus 120. Okay. Now, let's think about this. We know that you like, and you gave a really good pick on it, Tampa to receive the ball first. Yes. So, what percentage of the time that a team gets a drive, it starts a drive, do they punt? About 50-50. Really? So you're saying in a given game, the, the number, if you add up the number of turnover drives, field goal drives, and touchdown drives, that number is equal to punts?
1: It isn't, but on the first, <laughs> dri- on the first drive, it and Both these teams, there's a line. Will so, they you score? so
0: you didn't answer my question. Will they score? You I, didn't did, answer not. My I question. did not. Let me... so, so let's back up. Mm-hmm. What's that number? On
1: the first drive, it's
0: 50-50. Okay. Okay. So, why would the first drive have more punts than a normal drive? Because the defense gets
1: tired. They don't stop the offense as much in the second quarter than in the first quarter.
0: Okay. So, you're saying you think it's 50-50, or history says it's 50-50, that Tampa would punt on their first drive, and they have a better-than-what chance of getting the ball first. About 64% chance to get the ball. Based upon the current market. That's right. Okay. So, you're saying, hey— we're getting the, Tampa's going to get the ball a big chunk of the time. They're going to punt half the time. I win the bet before Kansas City even gets the ball. Exactly. Now another reason you like this, and remember, it's Tampa minus 120, right? Mm-hmm. I like this bet. Another reason you like it is Tom Brady's notorious for starting slow in the first quarter of Super Bowls. Explain.
1: Yeah, he's only scored three points in his nine Super Bowls, so he's always very conservative. So Doesn't just, let's want... be
0: clear. He didn't score three points in his nine Super Bowls. He scored three points in the first quarter yes. of his nine Super Bowls. That's only three points in one game, not on average. Think about that now. All right? It's like .3 points a game in the first quarter. So you're saying, hey, he doesn't score. So what happens if you don't score? You either turn it over or you punt. So that is another great reason to like it. And then I think finally the reason to like it is Kansas City is not a kind of team that likes to punt very much.
1: No, they aren't. They've only punted once
0: in the playoffs so far. One time in two games. Yes. So you're saying Tampa has the same chance, about a half of a chance to punt before Kansas City even gets the ball. And the entire two games, Kansas City has only punted once. Yes. And for Tampa to punt first, it's only minus 120. Yes. So why wasn't this like the, 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 your biggest bet of the year? Like this feels like a monster bat.
1: Probably should have. I should have made it a bigger bet. Yes.
0: I mean, what's the what's the counterpoint to it? Like, what what is the devil's advocacy to this?
1: I don't have one,
0: Jonas. See, you you set the bar high, and he and he pulls this. Like he had this in his pocket, I think. And when I kept saying, no, 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 he pulls this one out. Think about it, Jonas.
2: It's like the old trick my mom taught me when we go to a garage sale, you know, have a 20 in one pocket, a 10 in the back left, a 10 in the back right. And depending on what they ask for the coffee table, then you just pull it out if need be. But Is that, you know, is that <laughs> what you did on your first was, date with your wife? <laughs> no, no. 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 <laughs> I did make her pay, though. So Oh, there, know, see, there you see, there you go.
0: That's what you got to <laughs> yeah. do. All right. One thing before my best bet. And we did this, McKenziePregame.com did some good work on this. Check this out. We said, Chiefs in games in which are competitive, but lo and behold, the game itself gets out of hand. There's been 18 quarters in those games that met that criteria. The quarter of the game was out of hand. In those quarters, all right, the Chiefs were outscored by nearly five points per quarter. So over the course of a game's worth of those quarters, Minus 20 points, they've been outscored by. So all those stats you look at with Kansas City, it's all driven by, you know, a lot of the closeness is they let teams back in it, and that to me is shocking. Is five points per quarter every quarter that they're leading. Faz, usually if you have a superior team that's got a big lead, those quarters are even money, right? Yes. So them being minus five is really a sign of how much they let other teams back in it, wouldn't you say? Oh,
1: absolutely. It's a shockingly large number. <laughs> All right. Jones, give me
2: an
0: intro here.
2: All right. So here we go. It is time for one more best bet as we take you into Super Bowl 55. There's a lot of people who talk Vegas, but it's time to hear from the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell.
0: Ooh, that was that was actually a little extra there. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I, You know, I, I'm actually trying to decide here. I'm going to go with the following. I'm going to go penalties under... 10 and a half. And the rationale here is, and Fez did some good work on this one, is the in the regular season there's a certain number of penalties. So that's what, 11 this yeah, season? Yeah, just right around 11. And the Super Bowl historically has been two penalties last. Yes. Okay. So the market right now is actually down to 10 on that, right? Yes. Okay. So we're going to go under 10 on the penalties. And also additionally, Tampa Bay has been tight, tight, tight when it comes to penalties. Do do you have the count? I think it's like three, five, three, like over the last couple games. I
1: don't have the count. It's below three,
0: though. I mean, it's been excellent. So in general, what we're seeing here is, and and I think there's one other factor, and that factor is that it seems like the refs in the playoffs have a mandate, and I'm speculating here, to not throw a bunch of penalties. So the numbers in this playoff – Specifically, we're down how much? So I don't. They were six and seven in the conference championship. All right. So let's think about that now. Conference championship game in one of the conferences, six penalties total. Other one seven. On the season, it's a good number because it should be nine relative to the season, and we're getting under ten. And Tampa Bay specifically has had few penalties in the last five or six games. Under 10. And real quick, our our bets are Tampa to receive the ball first. Watkins over 37. Fez over or uh, we got Pringle under. We're running out of time. Check my Twitter at RJ in Vegas. Jonas, go.
2: If you missed any of our best bets heading into Super Bowl 55, check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. We are straight out of Vegas for a Super Bowl recap Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern time right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Vegas!